Mora conducts physician-led support groups, helping people live healthier, happier lives, free from chronic diseases like diabetes, hypertension, and obesity. And on our podcast, Health and Mora with Dr. Lori Marbus, we bring to you nutrition and lifestyle medicine experts and extraordinary guests to empower and inspire you with their knowledge and stories of plant-based lifestyle so that you can be your healthiest self. Again, we're back for our weekly live stream. We are Mora Medical. Mora, you can find us at mora.com and and we're a a relatively new medical group um, that's centered around health that's centered around helping you live your healthiest life and using lifestyle habits like the food you eat and how you move your body and how you connect and love other people, using those things to treat, prevent, reverse disease, help you lose weight, help you live the life that you want to live. So we're really excited to work with so many folks now across the country. Um, I lose count. We're, We're getting into many states now, but predominantly um, Florida, Texas, California, New York. We can see patients in Ohio, Colorado, Utah, Maine. Um, am I missing? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some of them. So the one... Anywhere, Dr. Lord. But yeah, for more, sorry. I, yes. <laughs> so not... uh, there's states that we accept insurance. So those are Florida, Texas, California, Colorado, Ohio, New York. Um, which is a third of the population of the United States, by the way, <laughs> doing wow. the numbers. And um, then the other states, depending on our patients, or excuse me, um, the physician's licensing, that will determine, but those will have to be cash um, unless they're Medicare, which we have to accept Medicare because we're in multi-Medicare. So That's right. yeah, we're doing our best. And some people ask, why just so states only? Because it's very expensive and time-consuming yeah. to get one physician license, and then you have to wait three months-ish and it's another three to six months to get them enrolled in insurance. And you have to pay for those applications because right. they're time consuming and exhausting. Yeah. Now that I'm on that side with you where, yeah, there is so much paperwork <laughs> and each state has something slightly different or, or it's exactly the same, but they just have their own version of it. Just... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then even there's a, there's a licensing compact, you know, and I'm renewing, like, for example, Wyoming, and then they require you to do something extra. Um, and then Nevada makes you do this on the backwards way, extra. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. Well, we're slow. We're, we're ever expanding and um, you can check yeah. us out. Even if we're like Dr. Lori said, even if we're not accepting insurance in your state yet, there is a cash pay option if one of our doctors is licensed in your state. So, um, and then we are maintaining a wait list too. So, you can certainly yes. connect with us. And today we we're going to talk a little bit about, well, first I'll say, if you have questions, we're both, all of our clinicians are certified, board certified in lifestyle medicine. That's the therapeutic use of lifestyle change for disease reversal, prevention. And so if you have a question for either of us, please feel free to drop it in the chat. But today I thought we'd talk about, uh, it's a sort of, big topic in some ways, but how, how one prioritizes self-care in their mm-hmm. life. And, and I guess I would start with the why, why, maybe I'll ask you, like, why even ask that question? Well, I, th- I think it's a, a question that we don't think to ask ourselves. Yes, we'll project that to others. Like, let's say we see a loved one who's not caring for themselves. They're stressed out. You're like, you know, you need to take some time for yourself, get better. Um, and I think 
sometimes we think it's almost like being a hero to be the sacrifice mm. and the martyr, so to speak. So there's some benefit maybe mentally that someone thinks that that's healthy and a good thing to go, but it really isn't, especially as a mom and a mother and a career person, you know? I was just coming to mind when you were describing that, I was thinking of my wife who mm. for years, uh, for years, I feel like, um, you know, that's what she did. That's what she did. And, and it, it clearly became a point where like, Oh, this isn't sustainable and things need to change. But um, but yeah, I think what you're saying is a lot of times people look at self-care as being kind of selfish, you know, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't take time for myself because the family needs me. My work needs me. Like, how could I even do that? Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I definitely hear you on the, the point of people thinking that it's selfish because I think it's that word self-care and that it's a one person, you know, we, we've been told you can't just focus on yourself. The world's not about you. It's about this, but it really is about making yourself the best version mm -hmm. of yourself to interact in the world and to provide care for those you love. So I consider it care that I provide myself in time that I take time to educate myself, you know, feed myself well, exercise, prioritize stress, prioritize sleep. It allows me to be a better version of myself when I'm interacting with others and provide more to them. So I consider it a, an interesting investment in others by allowing me to be the best mm. version of that investment for them. So that's how I escape the feeling bad about <laughs> self-care. Well, I, I, I love that you said you called it an investment, you know, investment because you're, you're doing something for yourself. You are spending time. Time is a limited resource and it's, it's so you can show up for everyone else in the best possible way. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, that, what do you do for self-care? What do I do for, well, I think that actually lends to the next kind of thing I wanted to talk about, which is, okay, if you have acknowledged that self-care is important, right? That self-care is not selfish. It's actually important for not just your well-being, but all the, the people in your life. You acknowledge that. Okay, then there is that sort of, okay, but I still have all those <laughs> responsibilities. I still have the three kids. I still have. So, so then I thought we could talk about, and I can start with how I do this or some tips. Um, like, how do you prioritize it in the midst of so many people? I mean, everyone, I would say most people would call themselves busy these days. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh, maybe we could do like self-care tips for busy professionals. And I was like, what does that word professional even mean? Like everyone's busy. Like, mm -hmm. Take that word professional out because busy humans, like, and then you could take the word busy out, <laughs> self-care <laughs> for humans. <laughs> and it's applicable for everyone. So one of the things, I mean, we talk about this a lot. We talk about with our patients is this idea of scheduling scheduling mm -hmm. self-care so and it comes a lot for movement in particular like sometimes we'll say but I've taken that to the you know I just thinking about like my morning and it's like okay I, I put it on my calendar now like the 15 20 minutes if I'm going to do meditation doesn't that necessarily mean I always do it at that time but it's just 
because I started scheduling like movement and exercise because somebody told me and that's why I tell people it's like if you had any other appointment on your calendar if I had like a doctor's appointment or if I had a meeting with someone I would put on my calendar and I would see it and I would not schedule something else at that time unless it was like something very very important right and so it's the same idea as you're scheduling this self-care this period of time for yourself and it doesn't have to be movement it could be just stillness it could be talking to a friend it could be meeting up with a friend like all these things are so I, I like the word self-care um just because it means a lot of different things to different people and so you can sort of craft it in that way but yeah scheduling it in is probably one of my biggest go-to's nowadays mm-hmm Scheduling is important. And I think the soon, earlier you start your day with some form of self-care or investment of self, the better your day will be. So for me, it's, you know, seven days a week, it says, even if maybe if I don't even get up to exercise, at least I see that prompt and it's a reminder to myself. Yes, I am setting aside time to exercise. Like every morning it says 6 a.m. <laughs> exercise. And I get to decide what that exercise is based on how did I sleep? What is it? What am I feeling like? I have goals, but it's, you know, there are no hard set goals. Um, but the, the other pieces, you know, which we always go back to, and I feel like I'm, <laughs> I don't know, man, Dr. Shad Helmsetter. I am like the biggest geek. Mm. I swear. I'm in um, the, anyway. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that man. And, um, I listened to, I've been diving deeper into the positive life one. Um, I think you were doing that one or maybe not. Yeah, oh I'm my goodness. All of your life. Oh, and I no, do positive living. Yeah. Positive living. And oh I'm God. like, oh yes. my goodness gracious, that woman's voice. And That's she's just talking to me. <laughs> I'm just like, yes. Yeah, I'm glad I found Cause as much as I love Shad too, like yeah. it's nice to hear someone else's voice. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised when I was like, okay. It's a lady, right? Yeah. I know. I was like, and she's a lovely voice and how she speaks to you. And I find myself repeating. I don't know if it's because it's a female voice, but I find myself repeating more of what she's saying. Or maybe it's because I need this in my life right now. Yeah. That's, <laughs> um, right. That's right. But man, yeah. I go through the day and I'm like, if I'm hit through a, like a hard situation, I'm like, I am positive that I'm going to conquer this because you know what? I well for whatever that self talk is, and I'm like, off we go, action initiated. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so for those who've never watched our live stream or <laughs> what we're talking about, we're talking about positive self talk. And Lori, you had Dr. Helmster on your podcast. I think it was just yes. a few weeks ago. Yeah, so uh, people can check out um, the Health and Mora podcast and yes. uh, listen to that interview, and also check out. His book, um, his first book, he's written many books. Um, And then he has an app, Self Talk Plus, where, you know, it's sort of reprogramming you, right? It's reprogramming. It's learning a new language. So he was a linguist during the um, Cuban Missile Crisis back in the 60s, which is fascinating. It was a really cool story. And it really made sense to him that this the language that we hear ourselves speaking every day, those thoughts, it's, it's just a matter of programming. These are programs that we learned when we were children. Cause you know, he goes back to the nursery and you're just hanging out in the nursery waiting for the world to interact with you. Whatever that world inputs is what you're learning. And so 
it makes sense when we see so many people have different outlooks on life and different mindsets. And it's never too late. You can change that kind of fixed mindset, you know, speaking of Carol Dweck's work yeah. too, a growth mindset um, is so powerful. And for me, I feel like this is the holy grail that I've been looking for as far as the very first starting point, like I was finding habit loop and then I was learning different mm. things about behavior change, but yeah. I really think it has to start here. And mm. I am so convinced of this. <laughs> that it just, And I feel like I'm pretty well-tuned and going, but I am learning and getting so much out of these simple statements that are on repeat for me. It's just, I don't know. Again, huge fan. Thank him for oh, his words. It's a, I, I tell you, I still do it every day. Um, yes. I, I have started because the one I listen to, Taking Control of Your Life, is all about being organized, organized mm. in your thoughts, organized in your time. Uh, and, and if you end your space. And so if you start looking around my house, I've started organizing. Like, and I'm not, you can talk to my mother. Like, that is not who I am. Like, I was the messiest person in college, my dorm room. Like, you can even walk into it, right? Like, the fact that I'm like, just I see things now and I'm like, oh, that needs to be put into wow. like, it's really wow. crazy, right? And as That's I started so to experience awesome. it, and like, um, yeah, I've definitely <laughs> talked to patients about it. I mean, it's okay, talking about fitting in and like, Self-care, I say this all the time now because I heard him say it in, in like some interview, um, which is so many things uh, that we, when we talk about self-care, they, they require that. They require extra time. They require like mm. scheduling it in. Self-talk does not. In fact, it works better if you play it in the background when you're doing something yes. else. That's yes. the, this is here is something that is helping you grow and improve and it doesn't require an investment of time. So uh -uh. that's like, if, you, if you're saying to yourself, like if you're watching this and you're like, I don't have any time, like I really don't. I'm, I, I need 28 hours in the day for all the things I have to do. Mm. There is time for self-talk because, um, and just, you know, I, I love, he recommends actually that you start with a whole pack on self-esteem and really like, uh, learning and appreciating yourself and, and loving yourself and um, and coming from that place. And so when we talk about self-care, it's, it's really that. It's like acknowledging that I'm important. I'm as important as anyone else in my life. Mm. And so, um, yeah. yeah. I knew we were yeah. talking about self-talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And he has another book called Neuroplasticity, <clears throat> The Power of Neuroplasticity. And I think that's a really nice addition to, you know, the, what to say when you're talking to yourself. And it's just fascinating. It's utterly fascinating to me how even someone who's, I'll be 53 here and still learning to talk to myself in a better mm -hmm. way. And um, yeah, so and that 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 chatter that we all hear, that's the piece that I always thought, you know, because when you look, start looking at mindfulness and meditation, they're like, just let it flow, which, you know, mm -hmm. was great. That surrender aspect. I love that component. But I was like, there's got to be a way to make that tone down or change. change that chatter. It changes the chatter. Mm -hmm. Like the chatter is not the same. Like it is not the same. And yeah. if this old horse can learn it, anyone can. <laughs> so, so for someone, um, I'm yeah. someone who does fairly regular meditation and that yeah. I, I've noticed that I've noticed oh. that 
when I get still now and I do have thoughts arise, like <laughs> some of those thoughts are just what I've been hearing on the, it's really, yeah, awesome. it's a pretty cool. Oh, pretty cool. we are such little fan clubs. Okay. Yeah. So any, and I, it's, it's funny because like you hear about these, you know, you were just so excited about it. I, I can tell like <laughs> this is something I need to check out. Yes. I can't. And even and I still I get excited about it that first time. It was like the next time I saw you, the next meeting we had, the next <laughs> year, like, okay, all right. If you and I'm still excited about it. I it's know. like, it's because it's so powerful. Like you could just, it's such a simple, like you so said, simple. simple, no time. I do it when I'm exercising or I'll do it when I'm getting mm -hmm. ready in the day. I'll even play it on I'm high in good. the shower. <laughs> oh my God, I've done that. Yeah, with my ear, like my head wireless headphones. Oh, I just turn it up. <laughs> I've done it commuting. I drop my kids off in the morning when I'm driving back. I even do it sometimes when they're in the car because oh. um, I'm like, they can hear these things. <laughs> I want them to be more organized. And exactly. exactly. <laughs> anyway, what, what else do you, um, do you have other like sort of ways in which you, I say prioritize self-care? Yeah. You know, I think it's, um, a really important one is sleep because I feel like that's one that we're really quick to sacrifice because we don't fully understand the value of sleep. And I think so many people walk around sleep deprived, either they think they're getting a full night's sleep, but it's very disrupted or they have undiagnosed sleep disorder, sleep apnea, or we just, you know, we are on this, these things, um, constantly right up until we go to sleep, we wake up, we're jumping on it. And trust me, I'm just as guilty as anyone, but sleep and focusing on, for example, I love tea and stopping my tea, <laughs> even though I don't drink coffee, but that caffeine mm. does affect if I stop by noon or one, then I sleep better. Right. Mm. And I put a, and I put down the, the, the phone and just kind of wind down for the evening over, you know, 15 minutes. I am not going to invest an hour to go to bed because I just, I can't, like my brain will not allow that. Like I need to go like within 15 minutes, be in bed asleep. <laughs> um, yeah. I think sleep is a really big one. Making sure you have those dark curtains. The room is cooler. Mm -hmm. The dog knows that she can sleep on this part of the bed only <laughs> not up against one of us. And, um, but yeah, so those, those are for me asleep is yeah. a huge, huge one. I, I totally agree. I mean, I never used to, I'll be honest, I didn't prioritize sleep for years. Like, and you probably mm -hmm. didn't either when we're in medical mm -hmm. training, when we're, in, mm -hmm. I mean, we're almost like not allowed to. <laughs> no, honestly, you, you can't, can't function sleep. as a physician in training. Sleeping. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just, it's a known quantity. And so then it's almost like an unlearning that I had to do. You know, especially, yes. and then you have kids, and then if you have kids and then you're not sleeping and, and that's even, you know, sometimes even more. And so then there's this, un your kids get up and or, but go to, they get old enough where they're sleeping through the night and you realize you're not sleeping through the night. And mm. you're sort of like, oh, and, that, and that's what happened to me. And I, and it, because it affects everything. Like if you don't get a good night's rest, think about it. You in the morning, wake up, you're groggy. You might be short with people. So then it affects like the energy in the home. You, you know, you might, leave late for work and then your commute is work. Like it's this sort of cascade. And I, I've had to acknowledge that and then say, okay, where are my pressure points? And a lot of things that you said, like I had to move my phone away from my bed 
And I had my phone had it. I always say this now. I was like, your phone should go to bed, ideally an hour before you do, and ideally in a different room, like not in your right. right. So, um, so I get I put an alarm on my phone that prompts me an hour, and then I had to even think like I need a bedtime. Yeah. I, I see this so many times with patients, like. That's just not, they're like, I just go to bed when I'm tired. And it's sometimes it's 1130, sometimes it's 1230. Like, and so, yeah, it's being like, because our body, we have these, these circadian clocks and all our cells. And if you throw it off every day, if you're like sleeping one hour later, one hour, you know, even sleeping in on the weekend, I, I did that for years. I still do that a little bit, but if you start getting up and going to sleep at the same time, like you'll, you'll get up and go to sleep at the same time, even on the weekend, you stay up a little later. Right. But your body just won't let you sleep. And, and that's a good thing that, that means everything is sort of working on this circadian clock and operating, you know, then it gets into like, when do I eat? You know, you start to realize all these things are connected. Like when you eat and when you um, do some movement, getting sunlight, all of these things affect your sleep. Okay. I love that one. Yeah. Other, other yeah. Well, I think in conjunction with there's two things is getting light sunlight early in your day, because that really one, it wakes you up, you're moving, even if it's just five minutes, you go outside, walk around the block, whatever this, the parking lot, um, that disruption. And then the actual intensity of the light, if it's earlier in the day, especially if it's, you know, as the sunlight's first coming up, that starts helping with going back to the circadian rhythm. And so then when you are ready to go to sleep, that's going to help make that an even better time. And if you can get, you know, evening sunlight, that's better too, mm -hmm. because now the brain's like, yes, we're coming down things. So it's like sunrise, let's get things moving, uh, increase your cortisol, let's get it going. And then time to settle down and go back to sleep. Because the cascade, you know, our, we make melatonin. And so when that sunlight, you know, it starts the the actual marching band effect of melatonin, it'll start building, building, building. And then by the time you're ready to go to sleep, hopefully it's, it's all in place. Ready to go mm -hmm. to bed. That's exactly. right. What, one thing I think about um, is like, there's sort of like the ideal self-care plan I have for myself. <laughs> and then you kind of mentioned this when you were talking about like, you get up in the morning and you do an assessment and you're like, today's not the day for ideal, but, <laughs> I have ideal. And then I say to myself, now I have like a standard, right? So if ideal was like, I was going to go on that trail run, but no, I'm definitely not. You know, standard is like, I'm going to go a walk around, you know, around the, the, the head of the trail or something like that. Because, mm -hmm. and I also, I think gets to like, sometimes I, we don't, even though it's good for us, like sometimes we don't feel like doing the things that are good for us. Mm -hmm. And this is where I think your feelings can betray you. <laughs> no, I agree. I like that standard. I would say it's a minimum. So I, mm -hmm. there's something that I would say is, you know, I've been doing this um, thing. It's called GMB. If you check out gmb.io is their website. It stands for gold metal body, but it, it's all about using your body and play and movement. And I get targeted. These. I get targeted. Oh. Or, it's or, lovely. I've been doing it for years off oh, and cool. on okay. and I've been engaging with it more recently. <clears throat> and one of them is called integral strength. And so yeah. it's talking about, you know, we do like 
bear crawls and A-frames and all these different things like a three-point bend and, you know, trying to, yeah, I used to be able to do back bends so easily, but now I'm like, well, that's a little harder these days, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'm just really learning and building on strength and flexibility. And, you know, I, I just love it. Oh my goodness. It's fabulous. So in the mornings, there are some mornings I'm like, oh, I know it's good, but so what yeah. I do, the one thing I know I can do my minimum is my A-frame to squat. Right. So I do my A-frame to squat. And what that does, there's something in my brain that goes, okay, now it's time to continue. Many times I'll just keep going. Um, But if I stop, then I'm like, you know, that was probably the test. And if I'm not feeling it so good, then I go do kettlebells or whatever else I think I can do or walk or like you said. So, um, yeah, sometimes you just got to prime yourself. And I consider it the minimum movement that I know, regardless of how I'm feeling, I'm going to do it, you know. Okay. I think someone on Facebook is asking, what is it called? Where to find info on? Yeah. You and G- GMB. So like a G for go M is in metal. It's like GMB body. So gold metal ball, GMB dot I O. Okay. Um, yeah. It's great. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now one thing you, I just heard you say, which um, I think really resonates with me is, it's not that you're telling yourself, you don't feel like it, but you're not telling yourself, okay, man, I just have to do the thing. You're telling yourself, I just have to get started. I have to do something mm-hmm. small. Like you make that, that th- small thing you do like really easy so that there's very mm-hmm. little friction to that. Because then you also said like, once you get started there, you know, you can't count the times where you're like, I just want to keep going then mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's that just, just starting that's why I say your feelings betray you because if you listen to your feelings all the time and you don't do even the small thing, then you won't experience all the benefits that you could be experiencing, right? Exactly, exactly. I would I would try to respond here, but it won't let me. So I apologize. Otherwise, I would, if you want oh, to type it in, gmb.io. Oh, yeah. um, this is coming from Facebook user... Yeah, is it gmb.io, right? .io, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, you know, it's just, it is, it's a, it's kind of like the primer, it's a starter, it's, you know, it goes to looking at BJ Fogg's mm, tiny uh, behavior, yeah, his tiny habits, but that behavior model, you know, there's three things that are required for any human behavior. It doesn't matter what that behavior is. I don't care if it's good, bad, or neutral behavior. Mm-hmm. You have to have motivation, mm-hmm. the ability, and a prompt. So mm-hmm. if you're lacking in motivation, which is many That's people, there's a little wax and wane right. minute to minute in my life. Um, but you have the ability, the physical ability to do something. All you need is the prompt. So for me, it's just like I know I wake up, I see my phone, it's saying, exercise is scheduled right now. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. it's simple enough. I can do this in my pajamas, an A-frame to squat. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, now that was the prompt for the behavior. Now I'm a little bit more motivated. I'm waking up. I know I feel good. And then I can go, you know, get dressed real quickly and, and do my thing. Um, and then afterwards I feel awesome and I celebrate. And then that celebration piece reinforces the dopamine hit that comes with all of that. So, um, yeah, and that's, and that's that's how it goes. It works great. Yeah, BJ Fogg talks about, I think he calls it showing yourself shine for mm. the celebration in his book. And yeah. what, and so do you have 
something you particularly do to celebrate yourself? You know, I like stickers. Okay, I think that's just ah. I have a sticker fetish. <laughs> so when I was a little, I don't have my stickers down here. They're upstairs. But um, when I was a kid, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, I used to have these sticker albums. Like I would go and save my money. <laughs> I remember those. Stickers. I remember those. Oh my goodness. The colorful unicorn stickers. Oh. And it still makes me happy. But you know what started that adventure was I used to get uh I would love to get praise from my teachers. So I always study hard and, you know, really made academics my, my thing. And they would give you those little aluminum stars. The blue right. was my favorite, the red, right. the gold. Oh my goodness. Sometimes you got two. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So, I mean, for me, and so if you have a calendar, right. And you stick your favorite sticker, if it's a bird, a flower, I don't care for me, it's aluminum stars, stick the aluminum star. And then you see this lovely chain mm. of, and that is my silver. It's a sticker. Mm. It is a sticker. Yeah. The squishy oh. ones are nice too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I, when I read the book, I, I, um, I also said, what do I like to do? And, yes. and so I give myself a, I give myself a, uh -uh. and, and it feels good. And sometimes Ooh. I do the exploding one and I make the noise. Exactly. <laughs> Like I used to take the, when I, when I was remembering reading the book and, and I was a hospitalist at the time and I was working in the hospital and there were days where I was coming in the morning, I was leaving at night and I was like, I can't, I'm not going to exercise today. And so I would push myself to take the stairs. And every time I got up, like, especially it was like sixth floor or seventh floor, I'd come off and I'd go <laughs> like that. And you get that little dopamine hit. And then yes. eventually it becomes like, the standard like and i was like i ne and then i stopped taking then the pandemic came and i was like i don't want to take the elevator <laughs> <laughs> i've been priming for those stairs who knew for the yeah pandemic, yeah, yeah. Right? i was preparing myself um can well, you give us the author and the book yeah um tiny Shad, s h a d how do you spell Helmstetter? oh oh Helmstetter. um so there's two books right it's the the power of neuroplasticity but shad s-h-a-d helmstetter mm -hmm. H-E-L-M-S-T-E-T-T-E-R. And then B.J. Fogg, Tiny Habits. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Um, so so this is what happens. Down. You know, as you're typing that in, I will find something. And I am so inspired by these people that I have to meet them. <laughs> it's probably, and this is a great thing for the podcast because I'm like, listen, I got this podcast and I'm a doctor. Can I please interview you? Because I think you'll be so amazing. Plus, I just want to meet you. <laughs> So BJ Fogg, I struggled to be able to, to like, yeah. you know, get to them, the right people. So I found through digging through that he had this course for four weeks. Oh, yeah. I didn't care what it cost. I paid some money and I spent, I could oh, spend cool. for 12 people one week. Right. And, and then you're like, hours, oh, every way, I love this course. And oh my goodness, I got him on my podcast. It was yeah. lovely. It was so exciting. And I was just like, it's amazing. Anyway, yes. I have to go back and listen to that one. When was that? It was a while back. Yeah. And, you know, I was one of the first people that interviewed James Clear that did Atomic oh, Habits. Wow. Cool. Yeah. He even asked me to do like uh, on Amazon to, to like say I'm a doctor to help promote his book because that was so early on. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. It's been such a, a fun life to, to meet. So amazing people. Man. So Incredible. it's uh, 
It's been about a half hour. I want to. Oh, just um, Yeah, I know. That was a cool conversation. Thanks. That was. Thank um, you. I remind people who we are, where they can find us. Yes. So we are more medical. We offer individual and group medical visits now. We've we've listened to our consumers and patients, and they said, you know, we really would like to spend more time one on one, and we're absolutely absolutely doing that. The groups are where we feel the most power is, you know, as we continue to build that community and that interaction and seeing patients really help one another. So that's where we're at. We're at mora.com. Check us out. Um, we're plant-based doctors, if that's your if your thing. But if you're not plant-based or plant-curious or just want to get healthier, we're okay with that too. And But, uh, yes, yeah, so we're, like we said, we're checking, checking insurance, including Medicare, Medicaid in Florida, Texas, California, Ohio, New York, and Colorado. Other states, we might be able to help um, on a cash pay basis. Um, yeah. So, and if you, even if you have like a high deductible insurance, we can go around that as well. There's some things that we can do for you. So please check us out in these amazing physicians who work with us. Um, just an incredible team. Mm, thank you. Yeah. And share this. If you're watching this recorded, yes. if you're watching this live, please share this for a new medical group and really trying to change the healthcare system. Uh, rather than focusing yeah. on illness, we focus on your health and focus on yeah. how to help you thrive and have the most well-being in your life. So super, super grateful to have this conversation with you and um, super grateful for everyone who listened in today. And uh, we'll see you yeah. back here next week. And I would just say one other thing. If you know someone who starts a business or owns a business and you feel like we'd be a good fit and they're in those states, yeah. we work with corporations as well. And we're seeing some really cool things happen in that if you work for a hospital system or anything. So just some ideas, you know, think outside the box, how we could maybe engage in your community. Um, we're always open for, uh, for any ideas. So thank you. All right. <laughs> thank you. Take care, everyone. Thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoyed that video. Before you go though, please hit the subscribe and alert buttons so you don't miss out on any of the amazing content we're working so hard to provide you. We upload a new episode of Health & Mora with Dr. Lori Marbus every Friday. Now, if you'd rather listen to the podcast, you can find us on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and even Spotify. If you're looking for amazing resources to help you start and sustain a plant-based diet, exercise, recipes, or anything wellness, we got you covered there too. Because at Mora, we actually provide physician-led support groups to help people live happier, healthier lives free of metabolic disease. Don't forget to check out our website at mora.com. And thanks again for watching.